This is the Light Goddess Podcast, and I am your host, Jude Hotep, the Goddess Coach. If you are here, it means that you are a divine feminine entrepreneur, and come hell or high water, you will root more love into this world. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the Light Goddess Podcast. I'm Jude Hotep, the Goddess Astrologer and Life Coach. We're going to get into this episode and talk about the Divine Feminine and the current astrology for this powerful full moon in Gemini and uh, Venus going retrograde. We're going to get into that in a minute and how women were the first to do astrology and First, I want to let you know that I coach spiritual femalepreneurs on divine feminine financial healing. We do that in Light Goddess. It's my one-to-one coaching program where we work together. And I do astrological life coaching to help you overcome distorted money beliefs and patterns and to overcome financial wounds and trauma to restore your innate self-worth so you can run your business on your divine feminine intuition. You can get into a goddess call with me at lifecoachjude.com by clicking any of the buttons on the page that are purple. And if you want to do an astrological consultation with me and have us go over your chart with any questions you're having, what's currently up for you, how to leverage the energies, how to deal with really challenging uh, transits in your chart, and, um, and to understand more about who you are as a soul and why you are amazing and you can do that way by clicking the green button at the top of lifecoachdude.com so let's get into this episode so women were women were the first to do astrology goddess ishtar was in the mesopotamian the mesopotamian area she was goddess ishtar was um was worshipped and she was said to be the girdle of the zodiac, um, to wear the, the girdle of the zodiac in a way. She was thought to be driving a chariot with seven lions or seven goats for the wandering planets, which were called the seven goats. And she was worshipped. And then, you know, the, the star, the crescent moon, the half moon, the crescent moon with the star in it and the half moon were, were symbols of the goddess. And so you can see them everywhere today, but, but you might not really connect it or know, right? That it's a symbol of the goddess. And I've talked a lot about how the goddess is everywhere. She's the flower coming up in the crack of the sidewalk. She's everywhere, but she was suppressed within humanity. That's where there's been the challenge. And she is she, you know, Goddess Ishtar has like a really beautiful mythology around her. And, you know, the the Chaldeans, I don't know how you pronounce it, but the Chaldeans came in and they destroyed one of the world's greatest libraries in Nineveh, containing thousands of astrological cuneiform tablets. And we know that cuneiform um, was really prevalent during goddess culture. And, you know, the people quickly adopted the Babylonian knowledge of astrology and then expanded upon it. And, you know, deeply patriarchal and going in that direction, the goddess was always, was already being started to be, to be wiped out. Patriarchy was already starting to come in hard. 
And, of course, we know about the roving bands. I've discussed it many times, you know, had come into various parts of old Europe and other parts of Crete and other places. And there's different timelines depending on where it was at in the world. So in old Europe, you know, it's a little bit different um, time frame than in Mesopotamia, than in Crete, than in other places where goddess culture flourished. And, and it's so beautiful to know that, you know, women women you know were the ones that spoke to the stars they were the priestesses they were connected to spirit they were thought to you know they were held as the connection to spirit and all of the feminine parts of astrology are are water right water and earth are the feminine signs and fire and air are the masculine signs the knowledge the um the mind and the water and, and earth you know is is connection to spirit it is um it is the connection to spirit and it is emotions and so what's beautiful too is that there is you know the mathematicians that's where the word magician comes from and it's connected to that you know one who works with the numbers they were held in sacred esteem numbers were thought to be very sacred and of course um I don't know about, of course, if it's common knowledge or not, but I think many people understand how numbers can um, explain so much in the universe. They're used everywhere. They're found everywhere. And, you know, there's this, there's math, I don't know how you pronounce it, but mathematici, mathematici probably, or mathematici or whatever. Um, The Greeks called, you know, the Chaldean astrologers, you know, mathematici. And it's, it's the, it means the learned mothers, you know, and it's a term for astrological divination. And there's Matthias, there's ancient astrology books that are, you know, have the name Matthias Libris and different volumes. And it's used in a lot of places. And it literally means mother wisdom. And if you think about how the goddess was worshipped, and if you think about a, a loving mother being worshipped or a scolding father, you know, where Christianity really turned religion into something more about death and punishment and sin. The, you know, the, the people that, that came in that, that co-opted the astrology of the time, they changed the moon and gave the moon the name for sin, which is really interesting, which is also in Egyptian you know, mythology. And, and there's, you know, the learned mothers, the Chaldeans were also called, you know, they were known as astrologers because of their astrological wisdom, and they were known as magicians because of their math mathematical knowledge. And so it was women, it was a priestess who connected to the divine. And I think what's so important is that when we have the to look at is that when we had the Elizabethan era and the Troubadour era and these different times where women were getting out of domestication and moving into the world, men would would come more towards their divine masculine rather than the toxic masculinity and the patriarchy. And they would move more towards the unity consciousness and partnership. But men get it, most men, not all men, but, but most men... A higher majority, but not all men, it's really important to denote that, um, can make it in the patriarchal world. And this is why it's so important that women understand 
our role at this time of being alive right now at this time, why it's so important to own your power, why it's so important to stand in your power, in your truth, in your authority, in your authenticity, in who you are, knowing yourself. One of the tenets of white goddess is to know thyself. And how do you do that but to know, you know, for one, know your chart and get to know you. You know, what if you're having, you know, Pluto on your moon right now or or Pluto square your natal nodes or, you know, Neptune square Neptune. You might not feel like you exist or you might feel like, what the hell is going on? Like this, like your whole world is, 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 um, really challenging and it, and so powerful to understand your astrology and to know what's affecting you right now and why things are happening and what, what is the gift in it and how you can move through it in a powerful way for growth, for standing in your truth and power. Like what is meant what's underneath it all that's meant for you to really bloom and you know to know thyself in all of the ways by going inside stillness by really understanding you it's also emotional mastery of really being able to feel the full human spectrum of emotions instead of talking about them intellectualizing them or escaping them or repressing them or really being in them in a way that's not serving you that's health that's unhealthy you know, we can go both directions with it, right? And so it's so important to understand that women are the hinge pin in, in society. Women make the difference of whether we move into partnership model of society, whether we move into communion, into unity, and into divine feminine and masculine or not. And right now Venus is, you know, was conjunct Pluto last weekend and will be again direct on on Christmas and will be again for the last time in March. And um, so she's kind of sitting with Pluto all this time and throughout Christmas and then very close um, for the weeks after. And so it's Venus is your relationships, it's your money, it's your love and beauty and, and partnership and, and um, it's your value and your self-worth. Venus is the divine feminine. And she is going retrograde. So she's going deep inside to to gain renewal and to restore her power, Pluto. Pluto is power. It's your power. It is your it, it is where you can transform what doesn't serve you into a rebirth of power and truth and authenticity. Pluto is also what is hidden. And so there's so much inside that we hide from ourselves that we don't know is there, the shadow, the challenges, unraveling all of the convolution with our challenges and pain and loss and the things we've been through in life or the obstacles and blocks that we have that are nebulous and challenging to really weed through and understand. And so the divine feminine right now is going inside within humanity, within each of you, within ourselves. And she's asking for, she is not asking, she is taking time and space for her right now to go within to do that deep work internally to no longer be giving her power over externally by giving her authority away of what decisions to make in her life your power is your choice that you have a choice um, for the decisions you make whether it's with a doctor whether it's in your relationships whether it's really in nuanced very nuanced ways and subtle ways where giving over power for convenience compromising 
because you want something, because your heart wants something, because your ego wants something. So compromising your power to have those desires that you think will fulfill you when they will leave you unfulfilled and empty and leave you powerless ultimately over time. And so this is this moment. We have a full moon in Gemini right now and it'll be apex tomorrow saturday and so we have this moment where gemini is truth seeking truth and it's questioning being in the question of life we we want to continue to ask great questions to help us to understand ourselves better and to go inside and to do this powerful work of restoring our power of restoring our energy to move our life into powerful, amazing places, to build when the North Node of Fate goes into Taurus in January, where it'll be about building and growing and attendance to value and worth and what is worthy and what makes life worthy and only doing that which makes life worthy. And so this is this time right now. It's really magical, magical time. And much can be churning up for you from the subconscious. Much shadow can be coming up, much transformation, much difficulty and challenge right now, especially depending on where it's heading in your chart specifically. And and this is a beautiful time. And so at this full moon, really reflect upon what makes life worthy for you ask the three questions that we ask in light goddess what makes what keeps me sacred you know what makes life sacred is this motivated by love sometimes we don't understand how it's motivated by fear because fear is not cut and dry fear is so many other things underneath but you can ask is it motivated by survival or love and survival, you'll know. Oh, I'm in survival. Okay. I'm not in love. I'm not The actions I'm taking are not motivated by love, which is not going to get you the highest result in your life and not going to build a life that's worthy of you and that's worthy of living. And asking, are you approaching life with play? Is life fun? Is this fun? Is the actions you're about to do, is it fun? Is it fun to spend time with your family on Christmas? Maybe it's not. Maybe you only want to spend an hour instead of a day and a half. Maybe... You know, you want to do different things with your time and your life and your hours and your days. This is the one life we get with this personality, this psyche. Your soul will move on, but we don't know how many lifetimes from now it incarnates again or if it will. We don't know um, what personality you will be when you come back in. This is you in this, in this life. This is a chance to live this life full out. You didn't come to be a worker bee and work in a factory and just work or to make your own business like you're just a worker for your own business. You didn't come into this life to do that. Is it playful? Is it fun? Does it keep you sacred? Is it motivated by love? So this is such a powerful time. If you'd like to book an astrology consultation with me, you can do that at lifecoachjude.com by clicking the green button, doing um, intuitive readings in the Facebook group daily, activate your goddess Facebook group. It's our sisterhood of the light goddess where we get together and we connect. And there is so much under the guides in that group that will help you move forward with financial healing and being you as fuck 
and claiming your leadership and claiming your power. This is a time to go within and to really do deep work within that is for you, where you're just really being there for yourself and listening to your deepest desires and your deepest heart, heart longings and gaining clarity and doing that journaling work, creating upper daylight in your heart. This is a powerful time. I want to let you know about some changes tomorrow. Um, Sacred Vibe Saturday will be posted sometime tomorrow. But I'm going to be taking a break from six days a week on the podcast. I will have the sun sign horoscopes up on Monday. And I'll be taking a break from the rest of the days for a couple of weeks. And then I will be bringing Sacred Vibe Saturday back. And then I'm going to um, explore what is best for the other days. Um, there will be some good stuff coming soon. I can will let you know about that on the next episodes. Um, find me in Activate Your Goddess in our Sisterhood of the Light Goddess. Find me there. You can message me anytime. And you can connect. And not going anywhere. But there's some things I need to do for my own self and for Light Goddess so that it is so much more powerful for all of you. I am sending you so much love, and I will talk to you on the next episode. Hey, goddesses, this has been the Light Goddess Podcast. I am your host, Jude Hotep, the Goddess Coach. And if you would like to apply for the Light Goddess program that is all over at lifecoachjude.com, click the button and we will talk. If you'd like a free guide on how to connect to your sacred feminine and make more money, that is over at lifecoachjude.com.